0: The newest MCU entry of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness hit theaters a few weeks ago and people got me sweat. We need to address that Wanda is a bad person, like she's not one to emulate. I see so many people putting her on this weird mama pedestal and like, no, we need to talk about this. As someone who is now the parent of two precious and wonderful babies, I need to be very clear. This is not a movie about protecting children. It's a movie about being corrupted and how we corrupt the things that we think. How can we learn from the lesson of the Darkhold and Doctor Strange? Will I manage to get through this without being absolutely canceled for hating on a Marvel movie? Let's talk about it. Folks, welcome back to Checkpoint Church, where nerds, geeks and gamers come together to talk about Faith Games. And if we could retcon that awful CG third eye. That'd be great. I am your nerd pastor, Nate. If you like these weekly guys be sure to sub, hit that bell, and find out when our next one drops. Folks, thank you so much. First off, before we get started, for being patient with us these past four weeks and these paternity leave, I am so thankful that you stuck with us. That you, I hope you enjoyed those random blogs and old things from the past. They were a bit modgepodge and all over the place, random from uh, different franchises. I know that some of them were a little bit dated, some of them were, were, you know, they were all over the place, but I thank you for your patience, and I am very excited and happy to be back with you. with that let's get started as we always do with our scripture for this video our passage comes from the gospel of matthew chapter 4 verses 1 through 10 i'll be reading from the nrsv that's my preferred translation is what's going to be on the screen if you have one that you prefer feel free to use that one as well then jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tested by the devil He fasted 40 days and 40 nights, and afterward he was famished. The tempter came and said to him, If you're the Son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, placed him on a pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, again it is written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their glory. And he said to him, all these I will give to you, if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. So, First off, what is Doctor Strange? Well, it's not the title. First off, the actual title of the movie is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. You know, like M-O-M, Mom. And it was released on Mother's Day weekend. Cute. The basic gist of the story follows a new hero that we've never seen in the MCU yet. America Chavez, who can open portals in the multiverse using her mysteriously patriotic-shaped powers. Because of this power, she is being hunted down by creatures that we don't get to know anything about at any point in the rest of the film. Throughout the multiverse, Chavez has been drawn to the aid of Avenger Stephen Strange, who is sometimes Sorcerer Supreme, although their relationship is pretty spotty at the beginning. Things come together when Chavez ends up in our pocket of the multiverse with our Doctor Strange that we've been with so far in the MCU. Through a series of events, Chavez and Strange discover that former Avenger, current former ex-soccer mom, twice removed, Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff, is also on the hunt for Chavez's superpower so that she can take that power for herself. A thing which has never been addressed in any superpower plot thus far. Hey, if we can just suck away powers, why is nobody helping the Hulk? Why is nobody taking Cap's strength and giving it to the Falcon when he decides to be old man Cap? No, 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 no hot takes. Anywho. Wanda is now wanting the multiverse hopping power in order to go to find her two precious boys that never actually existed uh, so that they can be hers in another universe. This begins a wacky adventure filled with cameos and uncalled for scenes. Yes, I said it. Involving superheroes being murdered gruesomely in a PG-13 film. At the end of it all, the story being told in Doctor Strange isn't actually about Doctor Strange or Wanda or America Chavez and we all know the story wasn't about America cuz man poor Chavez she got absolutely rocked in this film. They did it dirty. Regardless, it's all about one thing in this story, and that thing that this story is about? The Darkhold. So what is the Darkhold? The Darkhold is a grimoire of ooga-booga-booga scary spells written down in history by a demon. I don't even think they told us that in the film, but it was written by a demon, by the way. If you watched WandaVision, then you know this was the book used by Agatha Harkness. Wait, hang on. Why did, why did Agatha Harkness not take Wanda's powers in her sleep if power sapping is just an option in this story? No hot takes. Anyway, Agatha had the book all along and Wanda ends up being allowed to take it for herself, after committing genocide on a small town and then reversing it like everything's hunky-dory. The book is bad, and is often used in other multiverses by a darker version of Doctor Strange, who ultimately ends up using it for evil because of the whole Necronomicon thing. You get it. The Book of Vishanti is the antithesis of the Darkhold, and is the MacGuffin of the film that Chavez and Strange are on the hunt for throughout. So that makes me want to make an argument about ultimate good and ultimate evil. But that's not really what's happening here. I think the Darkhold speaks to something entirely else in our human nature. Bear with me here. What if the Book of Ashanti and the Darkhold aren't two separate books, but the same book? Before you get to the comment section, though, I don't mean that this was a comic book line thing or an actual canonical thing. Please don't debate me with things that have already been written. They're separate things in the canon of the Marvel comics, but bear with me as far as our metaphor that we're going with here our headcanon, if you will. In the film, we have some lines traded back and forth between the spellbooks. The Darkhold is seemingly pretty accessible. Agatha gets her hands on it. Several Stranges get their hands on it. Mordo has his hands on it at one point. But what about the Book of Vishanti? Well, according to Strange, it's a fairy tale, completely unreachable, except it was reached at least once by a now-dead corpse Dr. Strange. So why make this thing so tough to find? Why is it so difficult to reach the good Book of Vishanti? And why is it so doggone easy to find the evil Darkhold? Well, While we get to see a lot of what the Darkhold can do, the only thing we really get told about it is the haunting line, the Darkhold exacts a heavy toll. Okay, so let's look at the thing again from a bird's eye view and take away the physicality of the thing. We have the Darkhold, which is an evil and offensive dark magic. It's easy to access. It asks a lot of its users. It's tricky, like a genie offering traps and bait. It's magic through and through, but it consumes its user in the end and eats them alive from the inside out. On the other end of the spectrum, you have the Book of Ashanti. It's good white magic meant for defense and protection and healing. It's impossible to find only being captured by those being willing to give up everything. It can only be found with a journey, wisdom, friendship, companionship, working together, loyalty, and even when it is found, it's fragile and delicate and susceptible to the harsh cruelty of the dark hold, The friends we made along the way, if you will. With that spectrum in mind, and considering that these are two sides of the same coins, known as the same magic spell booking, let's turn to our scripture for today. In this passage, we find Jesus at one of his lowest moments. Right before he plans to kickstart his ministry, he enters into the wilderness as a means of centering and contemplation to begin his journey. For 40 days and 40 nights, he goes without anything to eat or drink, fasting to be in that moment fully present. And then we pick him up at the end of the road, just before the thing is done, when he couldn't be more deprived, the enemy approaches and begins to tempt Jesus with the things that Jesus would want most at the moment. First, the enemy says that, hey, if you're the son of God, you should turn all these stones into bread so that you can eat something. Come on, you're hungry. But Jesus quickly comes back with a retort that man doesn't live by bread alone but by the words from the mouth of God. Undeterred, the enemy says that Jesus should prove that he's the Son of Man by throwing himself off a cliff, because angels would surely catch him before his demise as he plummets. Jesus again refuses and says it is wrong to test the Lord God. Finally, the enemy offers Jesus a taste of the enemy's estate, as he looks over a kingdom like Mufasa and offers to give it all to Jesus, if he would only bow down and worship him. This is the last straw, as Jesus finally calls him out by name and says, Get away from me, Satan, for it is written to worship only God. So what is going on here? Is this just some epic biblical battle between the pureness of Christ and the antithesis in the form of the enemy? Well, again, yeah, but it contains another important thing that we have to note. Jesus grew up a Jewish man in a Jewish community following Jewish laws. He read the law and the prophets. He knew the famous scriptures and story of Moses and those in that lineage. He understood the words of the Pharisees, even if he would come to disagree with them. He was on the same intellectual level as those deeply immersed in the scriptures of the time. So let me ask you, when was the last time you got into an argument with a Christian about some kind of moral truth? Odds are, at some point, one or both of you in the argument likely came back to quoting the Bible at some point in the story. Honestly, even if you're not a Christian, so much of the wisdom of Jesus is colloquial at this point. You may have used scripture anyway for a generic argument. We use these scriptures because we have a code that is written that we are to live by. We have teachings, we have rules and codes of conduct. While the Bible as we know it didn't exist back in those days, Jesus had the same sets of laws and codes to argue with. So when the enemy comes up and starts tempting a hungry Jesus to use his messianic powers to satisfy his hunger, Jesus does what any good Jewish reader would do, quote the scripture at the time. He drops a selection from Deuteronomy and calls it a day. And that's good. End of story. Scriptures always have the right answer, right? Well, I guess not. Because the enemy then uses the scripture too and applies a selection from the psalmist, egging Jesus into proving his authority as the Son of God. Here we have a binary. It could stop here. Jesus used scripture. The enemy used scripture. Neck and neck. This is kind of where we end things in Doctor Strange. The good and the evil are balanced and leveled out. The Darkhold, Vishanti. Scarlet Witch destroys Vishanti. Wanda destroys the Darkhold. Balanced. As all things should be. But Jesus doesn't end the story there. In retort to the enemy, Jesus drops another fire scripture and says, God won't be tested. The enemy back off, tries to give Jesus power, but Jesus doubles, mm, triples down, quotes another selection of scripture to disavow the enemy, scare them off for good this time. See, Jesus isn't interested in leveling the playing field he's going to knock it out of the park. It's the difference between a deep understanding of scripture and a shallow application of one twistable scripture. Jesus is immersing himself entirely in the thing and allowing it to live through him. What's important for us to consider is that the scripture was used for both bad and for good. Both sides of the same coin found in the same book that we consider holy. This is a portion of the reason that in the UMC, we consider scripture to be infallible, but not inerrant. It is God breathed but it is still very much capable of being twisted and morphed by human hands for ill will. But what does this actually mean for us today? Well, whether you think that there's any way to my head canon that the book of Ashanti and the Dark Hold are the same book, I hope that this has at least opened you up to the possibility that good and evil are capable of coming from the same source. The key for us as concerned and willing and curious Christians should be our diligent study of the scriptures and our being more aware than ever of those attempting to twist scripture against the truth within it. It takes a lot of work, but the start is to immerse yourself in the Bible, in particular to the sermons and teachings of Jesus, because Jesus is the through line that speaks to the rest of scripture. Also, understand that the ultimate goal of Jesus is not a level playing field. Death has been defeated. Sin has already lost its sting. The battle has already been won. Our call now is simply to share the love offered in Christ. We don't need to fight Jesus's battles. We need to love the children of God into a relationship with with Jesus Christ. If you must use the war analogy from the Bible, let the Bible serve as the armor of God, and less as the knife of Peter. There may come a time when the sword of truth is necessary, but I am always wont to default to the embrace of a well-armored. And hey, I'm just going to give you a little bit of extra steps here. If you are interested in learning more about scripture, if you're interested in diving deep, the best way to do that is going to be in community. Consider that Dr. Strange and Chavez had to go together. It was in community that they were able to get to the thing that they were seeking. If you're interested in finding out more about scripture, if you're interested in diving deeper into these nerdy sermons that we put out every single Sunday, then you should join us. We're starting a Nerdy Sermon Bible study. We're going to be meeting in small groups and talking about some of our past sermons and diving in even deeper. I'm offering a class on anime and on video games, and I would love to have you there. We have three other classes in addition to that being taught by level two members in the community. I would love to have you join some of those. I'm gonna put the link to sign up for that down in the description down below. Here's a quick little advertisement for it so that you can see what is kind of being offered. This is also on our social medias if you wanna share this or find this image elsewhere. But we would love to have you there to learn more about the Bible and to be able to equip yourself with the armor of God and less of the knife of Peter. Please consider it. We would love to serve you in this way and get to know you even better. So whether you are a soccer mom, Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange, or Dr. Strange, I hope that you know that you are always, always, Always welcome at Checkpoint Church, no matter what multiverse. But hey, if you are a literal corpse, maybe bring some Febreze or something. Thanks in advance. Folks, thank you so much for watching this video. I so appreciate you taking time out of your day to join us on these nerdy deep dives every single week. We're so happy to be back with you again after this paternity leave. I'm so excited for where we're going. We have so much going on, folks, and I cannot wait to get to know you. Through our different platforms If you want to find more of Checkpoint Church Than just here on Sunday mornings at 10am Then you can find us over on Twitch Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays For a little bit Um, Normally we do Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays But because late night, two babies, you get it thursdays thursday mornings is going to be our new third stream time maybe we'll bring back wednesdays eventually but it's going to take a little bit of time if you want more right now then you should join our discord where we are active every single day of the week asking questions of the day engaging in stuff adding new channels having so much fun our discord is popping off and we would love to have you be a part of that party going on over there and hey quick question for you did you enjoy the multiverse of madness am i crazy am i crazy for being the only person that didn't enjoy this film it feels like it it feels like everybody loved this movie but me I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, okay? But I just think that a lot was not good. I just think a lot was not good. (laughs) Oh, man. I really tried. I really tried. I hope that I didn't do too many hot takes in this one. I, I just, I love this stuff. I can't help it. Forgive me! Folks, with that, we're going to end this video as we always do with our three things that we believe to be true about every single one of you out there watching this video at any point in time, no matter when you may find or stumble upon this video, whether you agree with what I said, whether you like my take on Multiverse of Madness, or whether you think I'm absolutely a crock, none of those things change these three things that we believe to be true about every single one of you. Number one, we believe that God loves you, like really, really loves you. Number two, we love you. We want community with you. That's what we're doing here on Twitch and Discord and YouTube. And number three, we believe that you, yes, you matter you are a person of sacred worth the world is a better place why because you're in it with that and until the next time that i get to see you i hope that you are well so whether i see you on twitch discord or back here same time same place for our next nerdy sermon next sunday i look forward to seeing you then till then bye oh i thought it was three i thought it was three hits i thought it was three hits and then he was done Ah oh, I thought it was three hits! I thought it was three hits! I thought it was three hits! <laughs> Damn it! I thought it was three hits! I thought it was three! Alright, alright. Take number three. Two game overs. This is the one.